everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Bear Witness Podcast. This is episode one. Um, thank you for listening to the intro episode. I'm assuming you did that before hitting play on episode one here. If not, go back and check that out and get a rundown of what Bear Witness is and what we're here to do. And uh, so I will go ahead and introduce our first guest of our season one Um Season one was recorded at a live event uh, titled Warm Up to the Mic. It's a live podcast event with free soup that uh, Sage Green Bay puts on at Sage's studio uh, in downtown Green Bay. And so uh, our turnout was not huge this time. Um, but a lot of what comes out of these events that happen inside the Sage studio um, are more about the substance, despite the numbers. Um, a lot of great conversations came out of the event, both on the record and on the uh, off the record. Uh, some of the breakout uh, debriefs of some of the discussions were really great to be a part of as well. So we'll be continuing these events. Um, on Instagram is the best way you can find us. Uh, Create with Sage is the Instagram tag, Sage Green Bay. And from there, you can find all the other ways, email, newsletter, website, all that good stuff. So uh, without further ado, I will introduce uh, Scott Hill. We had a uh, interview with him. He is an artist out of Oneida, Wisconsin. He is an Oneida tribal member. Uh, he's been working as an artist, only as an artist, for the last 30 years. And he has a variety of media, uh, sculpture, painting, uh, drawing, m- even beyond that, beyond those as well. Um, and he's my uncle. <laughs> so that's that was a, a, a fun element in one of the quite honestly, primary reasons that he joined us. Um, and a lot of this, the discussion was not stuff that I had heard from him before. A lot of it was, you know, s- concepts that we've discussed. I have a really strong relationship with him and um, we're pretty close and we've remained close through my adult years. Um, plus, he was always around as a kid as well when I was a kid. Um But I still learned a lot from the discussion. Uh, We talked about spirituality. We talked about the the spirituality within his art and how it kind of goes hand in hand, how it's not necessarily conceptualized in the art, but it's really a part of it and comes naturally. And he talks a lot about how he found his spirituality as well. So uh, enjoy our conversation and thank you for tuning in. So, um, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? Uh, sure. Uh, uh, my name is Scott Hill. Um, I'm from Oneida Nation, Wisconsin. Um, my Oneida name is Wagadadlihuni, which means uh, he teaches himself. Awesome. And you are my uncle. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My, <laughs> my mom is your sister. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so just get that out of the way right away. Everybody <laughs> know. Let's just uh, like not try to hide that from anyone. <laughs> um, so one of the first things I wanted to ask you about 
today was having to do with your spirituality. And I guess to start with this conversation, maybe it would be best to describe how you found your spirituality when that happened for you, if it was early on or if it was into adulthood. Um, oh, okay. How did that go? Um, I guess uh, looking back, um, it was in going to, a, to become a freshman because we went to West De Pere. And so when you're not a you know high school, you got to go to the little library. So when you got to be a freshman, you get to go to the big library. Mm -hmm. And there I, I found uh, history books on Native artists or Native, uh, Native Americans. <coughs> and so I, I started reading about them, and they became my heroes. And I loved the photographs, the old photographs of the warriors and chiefs and women sitting and the black and whites. And so I actually started drawing them uh, as an artist. Uh, I started in the second grade, but by the time I was in, in ninth grade, um, I was already d starting to do realism, the, the shading and everything, because I, I didn't like making mistakes. And so and before that, I was using ballpoint pens mm -hmm. and teaching myself not to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So take your time and just and, and do a good job. So, any, so those became my heroes and and uh, like Sitting Bull, Chief Joseph, Geronimo, uh, uh, Red Cloud, uh, Spotted Tail, all these chiefs became my heroes um, because they stood up for the communities. And, um, and not till in, when I, in my teens um, that I, I thought of um, doing a Sundance, mm -hmm. which is a, a ceremonial thing to do for to the Plains Indians. Um, and I was like, I want to do that someday if it's the opportunity happens. And then so it didn't happen, but um, I went to school in Santa Fe, New Mexico. When I turned after graduation from high school, I left right away and went to Santa Fe, New Mexico at the Institute of American Indian Arts and um, got a associate's degree there. And, and when I came home, um, I, um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I did, but I thought I, I, before I came home, I wanted to learn my culture and language and, and start to learn stuff about that because it's, it was important to me. And so when I did move home, uh, right away within a week or two, uh, uh, a drum group um, called Red Tail Singers, uh, approached me, they brought a drum and they asked me to paint a red tail hot on the drum. And then they, at that same time, they invited me to a sweat lodge that night they were having, and I'd never been to one before. And I was 26 years old at that time, and um, that's when uh, the first time going to a sweat lodge and, and experiencing that, and they uh, explained everything to me. And, and, and so um, we were doing that every week we started sweating. It's, it's a pretty powerful thing. Uh, it cleanses you. It's, it, it represents going into the earth, um, your mother's womb, again, Mother Earth's womb, and, and purifying ourselves, and that's what it does. Mm -hmm. And it takes you, you leave all the hurt and the pain, the trauma, everything that you want to leave there and leave it with the spirits or God and, and let them take care of that and mm -hmm. re remove that from you. So that's, that's a healing thing. And so um, 
after I started doing that, uh, uh, it it did impact my my artwork and 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 so, w as an artist, you believe and see and experience life and whatever's happening in that time, in the, your moments of that time, uh, you do in incorporate it into your art. And the colors change, the style changes, uh, symbols change. You start using these powerful symbols into your art. And, and uh, my mom, your grandma, is half Lakota, uh, Nakota from Sisseton. And so uh, we're part of that culture too. Uh, that's in our DNA and in our blood and in our in our uh, in our spirits too. You know, they they help us, and so that's when uh, that's how I started changing my art and becoming uh, using those colors and symbols to to come up with different styles and mm -hmm. and spirituality. And people begin to notice that too when mm -hmm. you change. Yeah. So um, it sounds like it was kind of like. Uh, obviously, well, one of the things I pulled from that was that you had mentioned identifying as an artist as young as second grade. And yeah. So mm -hmm. finding mm -hmm. your artistry sounds like it was. Uh, yeah, I. It uh, was an early thing. I I actually remember uh, the earliest uh, recollection recollection is is, uh, is doing a, a like s I must have been three years old or something or four years old when I was in. Uh, and I remember drawing a house and a sun, and I wanted to put a big hill behind the house. And so I started going really fast to put green in back of the house and all around the house to make it look like a hill. And I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was a teacher or it was an adult that thought I was scribbling, and they took it away from me. <laughs> and yeah, they were like, you're, you're, you know, you're messing. You're, they didn't know I was expressing myself. <laughs> you know, it just looked like I was scribbling. But I remember that. And then I remember uh, in second grade, uh, the Vietnam War was going on. And so that was always on TV. Again, it's the moments of what you mm -hmm. see and learn. And I, uh, we had relatives there, you know, night of people that were there. So my mom was always, I would come home from, from school and um, she'd be watching the, because they would show it on the news or TV, Vietnam War, and they put, Sometimes they announce people that got killed or wounded there, and so my mom was always watching it, and I was seeing that, and I so I knew there was a war going on in the world, and so I was I was I started started drawing those um, uh, war scenes of people fighting, uh, war, you know, mm. soldiers, helicopters, tanks, just stick people fighting. So that was that's what I was talking about as far as my art career starting <laughs> in the second <laughs> grade. Very even rebellious back then. Yeah, and then moved on to uh, getting into hot car, you know, hot rods and mm -hmm. cars and drawing mm -hmm. cars and making, uh, inventing weapons, m just drawing stuff and inventing stuff and mm -hmm. drawing cars and, and then moving on to action heroes and moving on to whatever else mm -hmm. comes up in life. As a kid, right? Yeah, as a kid, time. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being an artist kid. Yeah. He was drawing kid. superheroes just last week. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then it, with your spirituality, that also kind of, well, I guess different than your artistry. That sounded like kind of a slow build where it was first experiences and freshman year, mm -hmm. more experiences into adulthood, but then really leaned into it. Yeah, you were twenty six or so. so. Yeah, and then, so from my perspective, uh, all I kind of remember in my lifetime is your art being spiritual as well. 
um, and it reflecting Oneida culture. Um, and I think it's kind of interesting as I've developed my own artistry, my stuff, um, well, uh, our friend EJ likes to say it's kind of always native art. It's no matter what I produce, it's going to be native art. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's less with it's less about traditional elements for me. Mm. But for you, it's heavy in the featuring theme of just about everything you create. Um, I guess just kind of what drives that and why do you feel so compelled to keep that alive through your um, art? It's, it's, I think it's because I, um, spirituality um, is very important for a human being to, to believe in, s in a higher power or to believe in God or in the spirits that, that are guiding us. Um, that uh, um, So I just always carried it through my whole life is, is that part. And it's just, it's a hard balance, but to live spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally in balance, that's really hard to live way to live. And it's, it's I've been uh, trying to do that. Uh, so, but I think my spirituality really, you know, is one of the most important parts of those aspects. And so, it's what's what's cool about that is is what you ask for in life you get uh, because I wanted to be I wanted to be part of that spirituality and to to experience uh, ceremonial things and so uh, in my life I was so fortunate to be invited to ceremonies and to, and to be right in the middle with the spiritual leaders in my life in, in these ceremonies I couldn't believe it mm -hmm. um, they would just look in the crowd and look for pick somebody to help with it and I was picked twice if not three times from um, just happened to look at me and say, we need help, come help. And I was so fortunate. Oh my God, it was so cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so all those things are powerful for to me. And so, um, and uh, what's funny is uh, friends that know me and how I, I, how I am and how I live in this contemporary world. Um, and, and, and some of my friends would say that my paintings don't reflect me <laughs> because they're spiritual and there's there's stuff that symbolizes and it's powerful but i don't act like that mm -hmm. i don't put that out in my life i don't you know just discern people that who who are carrying this light and this uh, this uh um knowledge of the world and the the spiritual stuff we find each other here and there and so now it's even more as now it's even more happening like way more mm -hmm. people are waking up to spirituality and mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. art and to creativity and mm -hmm. and it's really uh, uh, happening mm -hmm. right now and so about time so yeah but it's 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 positive and it's it's, it's great I, I, I'm so glad it's happening a lot mm -hmm. of my friends are doing artwork and a lot of yeah. even you Xavier's mm -hmm. you know I was like good great I want I want that, and I want uh, Olivia to same thing. You know, mm -hmm. your sister to be an artist, and because she's she can be she's anybody who 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 wants to be can be. You know, just gotta devote your time and devote mm -hmm. be true and devote to yourself, mm -hmm. and all these doors will begin to open, and all these opportunities will begin to open, and jump on every one of them mm -hmm. because if you don't, uh, you miss out, mm -hmm. and it benefits your life so much faster. And I'd, I've done that. Nobody told me 
nothing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how to, what about what I'm going to do and with my, with my life and how to conduct it and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was live and learn. And I, mm-hmm. I did, I do regret missing out on some of those opportunities that were presented to me. And I was like, oh man, it could have benefited my life and my art, mm-hmm. my career and everything. So, yeah. No, I was, I was just going to say for he and I, when we started seeing each other, I was really on a, a spiritual shift. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was very, it became vital. Like the, the spiritual path that I had created for myself versus being told was my spiritual path. Like there was a great shift. I had been raised that this is what mm-hmm. my belief system should be. And then all of a sudden it was like enough. And I started saying, well, what do I actually believe? But in that process, I started, you know, performing rituals at home and going inward and discovering my own inner power. And then when he and I started hanging out, and I I, I think I started because it was so vital for me. It was like, this is who I am. These are the things that I do. I like candles. I read tarot cards. I, you know, like, if you're going to be scared, just move along. <laughs> you know? and, right. and, but what I saw, started to see in him was, you know, I'm, I'm very much into ancestral worship. I really believe in the power of our ancestors. And so... I started performing these things like with him and alongside him. And I said, you mm-hmm. know, I want you to be a part of this, but I think you'll speak to how you start to see the world differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, 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 everything is much more vibrant and much more beautiful. And, you know, just last week you're messaging me and you're like, honey, I saw this hawk. He had, he had, he, you know, but, you just pay closer attention, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you feel that connectedness and when that spirituality invites your own inner power and yet at the same time our connective connectivity to the people around us, you know, that we're not alone, that, that Mother Nature yeah. is our mm-hmm. mother, that our brothers and sisters are our brothers and sisters no matter who they are. Like everything is just like, whoa, yeah. you know? And then when you bring that to your art, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's beautiful. And I mean, I've even seen that with you and your art, like the difference and the shifts and like we're always shifting. And I think it's a beautiful thing if we have people following us and following our work, kind of like what you're saying, like my art was constantly changing as people start to notice, just like you said, people start to notice that you're growing yeah. and, and it's inspiring that that path is inspiring in and of itself. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm done with my soapbox. That was her. That was my one soapbox. (laughs) She's got one every time, every episode. I'm glad to hear that because there's so many people experiencing that now, and Mm -hmm. it's it's they don't they're confused about uh, waking up and wanting to do something. They want to do something with Mm -hmm. humanity, the community, Mm -hmm. and uh, in the last ten years, I've been hearing a lot of that from my friends who are waking up and like, what what can I do? And the only mm-hmm. thing I could tell him was, uh, just wait, because the opportunity for you to do something will come. I know you want to do something now, but you have to wait and mm-hmm. be patient mm-hmm. because uh, you're going right to come to the right person or the right situation where you can help and, and begin your journey of, of waking up and helping people wake up. But that's all I could tell him is mm-hmm. that part, you know, because mm-hmm. I went through that too. I was like, what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> scared yes. <laughs> but but once you once you go through it and like you said it ha- it's a daily thing now mm-hmm. for me to to uh tell me stuff 
tell myself, you know, affirmations and give mm-hmm. thanks every day, every night, mm-hmm. and morning when I wake up, everything. Mm-hmm. So the more you do it, the more you you really get into it. And do you, st- you find those people who are looking and need that help mm-hmm. to continue with their waking up and journey? I think for me, with the spirituality element of my art, um, I think it's not a heavy theme or heavy feature in my art, but as far as how it marries into my experiences as being an artist is I, since we've been together, I've been on a much more stronger spiritual trajectory. And I always was uh, open and receptive to um, spirituality and um, what it was like to, I guess, to me, it feels like just kind of commit myself to understanding that there's things operating beyond our senses. Mm-hmm. I was always open to that, but I don't know if I actually leaned into it and lived lived that properly. And so as far as how that worked into my art is that I always felt like before that part was in my life that that thorough and proper form of spirituality I felt like I was just like not getting anything out of what I was doing. Mm. I felt like I didn't really know. Yeah, that's natural to go through that mm-hmm. and to like trying to figure out what, what, what am I going to do next mm-hmm. or what's what you trying to tell me? Yep. You know, what's which direction do you want me to go? So that's part of that, and I think it makes you um, sit down and think about that. I mean, people need to meditate to to go out in the woods by themselves and take their shoes off and sit in there and let the energy go through them and clear their thoughts and minds and then clarity will become mm-hmm. start to become and I have learned to do that over the years like man we need that because we're woodland people we need to be in the woods and around nature so we can share our energies and get new energies and let that flow through us and, mm-hmm. and so that's why Hunters go out there all the time and they're like so happy to be out there even mm-hmm. if they're not seeing anything but just to be I hear that from hunters, you know, they just it's so cool to be in nature and just sit there and wait and watch that world go on and and so that that helped me get into hiding things in my my artwork too putting stuff in the woods or hiding stuff and so I when I went through a phase like that it's called hide and seek where you hide stuff in in pictures and and so um, that was uh, part of that uh, spirituality of knowing that the spirit's here and there's spirits watching over mm-hmm. us. And so uh, like about seven years ago, uh, I, I did a cl- uh, channeling where, s- where spirits talk to you through a person, right? And, they, and that was my first time doing that. And it was from a, a lady that bought some artwork for me and, and we connected. And she was moving to Mexico to live the rest of her life in this village of native people in the mountains. And so she had a giveaway, and she gave me three carloads of stuff, a big giant uh, drum and another drum from the Mayas, a lot of stuff from South America. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, she did a channeling, and they told me, so the spirit that was talking to me was telling me all these cool things that I about my life, what uh, what I went through and why I went through them and why I wasn't given the stuff that I was was hoping for, like a lot of money and 
a lot of notoriety. Mm-hmm. And they told me that they wanted to give me that because uh, um, I would have got off my path of my my art career, my my life path, because money changes people. And, and so th- if they would have gave that to me, I would have got off the path and it would have been hard for me to get back on that path. Mm-hmm. And because I've, and I've seen it, I've seen that happen with artists where their values change and life changes and they they're not dedicated as much as they were so they're just machines making producing mm-hmm. and i didn't want it i didn't want that to happen so they they told me you know you can't handle money that's why we didn't give it to you <laughs> 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 it was funny you know that's how they are they're just like talking to like yeah. we are that's mm-hmm. yeah. and so they were talking to me like that and telling me um that i was ready now that we're going to give you financial everything that you need mm-hmm. to you know, to help your family, your friends, and your community, and then to put away. And and I just moved back to New Mexico that at that time too, mm-hmm. and everything just fell into place. And I brought a bunch of sculptures and paintings done back from there because I was living there for a year and a half, mm-hmm. and I was actually broke down there, but I was I had a place to stay and everything. And so I didn't have a car for a year and a half. I rode a bike and just produced artwork, and everything fell into place. So when I came back here. I I lived off that artwork mm-hmm. for years. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. true that what the spirits were telling me that, awesome. you know, we're providing for you now. You're ready for this. And mm-hmm. so the other thing they told me was to deprogram myself from uh, the way I, I lived because I, I'm oppressing myself the way I think, the way I, because and I, I it made me realize that I was. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me. And so it kind of like the de- 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 um, uh, canalizing myself. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And they told me it's going to take decades because you've been doing it your whole life. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about it. Quit worrying about finances. Quit worrying about relationships. Quit worrying about the future. Quit worrying about everything. Mm-hmm. And everything will be fine. So I started doing that too. And, and every time I would go back to worrying about I need to pay my bill, mm-hmm. uh, a, a voice would come into my mind and say, you know, knock, knock that, knock it off. Mm-hmm. You know, don't quit worrying. So I would do that right away, mm-hmm. and and it did change my life again. That that experience of that channeling and that that's the wha- what they're telling me, it did change me. Um, and everything they told me that's going to happen in the future is beginning to happen. I, mm-hmm. I'm getting these big corporational, you know, mm-hmm. projects now. I, I this past fall I finished a 15 foot granite sculpture my 15 my first uh monumental sculpture <coughs> that size and the money is uh i never made so much money <laughs> 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 in, in one project and one that's the biggest pay mm-hmm. of my career so far and mm-hmm. and it's, it's just going to continue because i you know that's what i wanted that's what i was manifesting after i did the channeling seven years ago that's what they're telling me they're going to give me and i started channeling uh, manifesting that mm-hmm. i was tired of you know i i did all the powers and all the convention all these little sh- little art shows and stuff i wanted to make big money and big projects and that's what they gave me mm-hmm. so it's happening now yeah it's it's, it's awesome mm-hmm. so that spirituality continues your whole life you know mm-hmm. and you can as, a, as an artist you can ask for that you, know, you can ask for whatever you want then you'll get it and that's what I, w- you know, even if you want to meet some people, some certain kind of people who are positive and you want guidance, ask for that. Mm-hmm. That's what they're telling me to do. 
the, our, our ancestors, our descendants are waiting for us to ask for help, for us to say, can you guide me to do this, do this? Can you guide me to, to this money? Can you guide me to this art show? Can you guide me to this person who's going to help me? Can you do all that? Mm-hmm. And yes, they, you know, they want us to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to deprogram ourselves from thinking that's selfish, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just that's they're there for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're there for that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at now is all these cool things of, that I manifest. And I've been doing it my whole life, actually, once I thought about it. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing artwork and paintings and sculptures and stuff, you're meditating. You go into these meditative states, and you start fantasizing about what you want. I want to be with this person. Or I want to live here. I want to... I want to. <coughs> you get whatever you you really visualize and dream about mm-hmm. those daydreams, and so yeah, it, it all comes true if you really want it to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it happens quickly, like within a week, or sometimes a day. Sometimes it's years. Mm-hmm. But but it's all a mystery. <laughs> yeah, that feels very accurate to mm-hmm. the type of experiences I've had and starting to mm-hmm. see things kind of fall into place now for the first time and starting to feel like what I'm stepping into feels like the proper uh, even medium. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've done a number of different mediums already. Medium. I, 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 same here. I mm-hmm. try, I wanted to try every, uh, every medium. I do photography, jewelry, clay, sculptures, stone sculptures, paintings, all the 2D mediums, you know, uh, pastels, pen and ink, everything, mm-hmm. um, except oil painting. Never mm-hmm. tried oil. That's the only thing I think I've... Get this man some oil paints. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Any reason see for what that? Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I, ca- I want to do it, but but I've talked to oil painters, and you either got to love it or hate it, it sounds like. Wow. Yeah. So I hear you using a lot of words that we hear trending is that a good way to describe it commercialized words like manifesting and and in spirituality and meditating and Mm -hmm. what have you and i think that's a really perfect segue to the last thing that we wanted to discuss with you you want to take that one did you i was just looking at the fact that we were recording and we've had a really good discussion so far already okay that's fine that i think we could talk we could put a pin in there put a pin in that and and come back to it Okay. Time. We could have you. Yeah, back. we can. I have another topic that I wanted to talk about, but yeah, we can there's do a it lot of another it's time. It's been really there's solid. A, there's a lot of that we can talk about. Cool. You know, there's well, thank you. Because I, like I said, I've been doing this my whole life, pretty yeah. much, mm-hmm. and I get to meet um, in 14 countries my artwork, and mm-hmm. and um, one of my goals I thought about recently was to have try to have a piece of art in every country in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> manifest that. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> manifest that. So I want to get a globe and start putting Yeah, on. that's great. I'm happy if I deliver to somebody in a different state and here's right. this guy going, oh, countries. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon that. Scott's going to be sending art to the aliens, you know? I yeah, mean. I've got to just playing it. I'm on it. Oh, oh, that's to awesome. Mars somewhere. Yeah. <laughs>